Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Man of Post Weekend Review Show. I'm your host, Ali, and tonight we have the full house. We have Mr. Dave Black. Hello, hello. Uh, the, I don't even know how to describe you, Simon, with a lifestyle you live. How's it all going? Very, very well. And the returning after about a month away, it feels like, the, the ever so angry Mr. Carl Ambridge. How are we, Carl? Yeah, smashing me. So are you. I get scared when you say the word smashing, to be fair, especially the way <laughs> your season's going at the minute. But yeah, thanks. Oh. It's good to have you back, buddy. Thank you very much, mate. I know you yeah. don't mean it, but I'll take it. No, I do, I do indeed. It's um, it's, it's a lot more colourful when uh, when you're about. Um, thanks, I, I, I can't be the only one miserable as it has been the last few weeks, as these two have been gloating about. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, right, we just get straight into the football. No quiz again. Um, We'll do it when it's a wee bit more, less to play for. But a lot of talking points this week. Let's go straight to Friday night um, to my favourite result of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal 3, Southampton 3. Um, we spoke last week, uh, obviously Dave and Simon, about Arsenal bottling it. Um, might this be the definition of Arsenal have bottled it? Well, I sort of questioned last week, didn't I? Was it fair to, to call it... Uh, a bottling, but after that on Friday night, I, I, I think that's well and truly been answered because that was, um, I mean, it was just ridiculous. And I, I couldn't get over the way, like at the end of the game, some, uh, I can't remember, I think it was maybe Carrigan, Neville, I think we were on, on the, the pundits on Sky, they were trying to, trying to dress it up as like a decent frassel because they come back and got the point. They're playing Southampton at home, Southampton are shit. And they were so close to losing that game like that. There's no way you can dress that up. Even if they even if they had have got a winner, the fact they conceded three goals at home to Southampton tells you everything you need to know about where this title's going. And and it's not to North London. No, I mean what we have to bear in mind as well is that uh, Theo Walcott scored. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't celebrate, which I thought was odd. I thought that was really odd. I would have been doing backflips. Yeah, he, he'll be desperate for Arsenal to win the league, though, and he'll... So, it would ping you, but... On one thing you said this time, just so you can jump in on it, I think had Arsenal came back and won this, I'd have been more confident they, that they even had a chance at the league. I mean, I, well, I, I, I get get the reasoning behind that, but I think the biggest thing for me, this second half of the season, is just the amount of goals that they're conceding. Like, 
they obviously they conceded two against us and two against Bournemouth and were quite lucky to have won those games really in the end, which you can dress up as, yeah, it's good character coming back. But you just you, you can't keep conceding the number of goals they're conceding and, and expect to, to win the title at the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even if they'd have come back, as I say, I, I think the fact that they conceded three at home to Southampton and when they've got games and they've got to go, obviously, to Man City on Wednesday, they've got to go away to Newcastle in a few weeks. I, I just I, I just can't see it now. Yeah, the, ne- the next three games, obviously, Man City on Wednesday, I believe it is. Chelsea at the weekend, obviously, that's it's not the Chelsea, but hmm. strange things can happen in games like that. Newcastle after that, and then Brighton. <laughs> That's a tough running. It's a tough run of four games. Um, I mean, as you say, the che- the Chelsea one, because it's, it's, it, it's Chelsea, it's a bit weird. Um, but as the form Newcastle's on, City obviously, Brighton will be an interesting one again. We'll come on to them later on if we decide to talk about the FA Cup, obviously. But be interesting to see how they react. But yeah, those those four games on paper anyway, Carl. Um, Arsenal could really do without really. Yeah, that, I mean, we, we all said that in our um, WhatsApp. I, I think it's done now. I, I'm not, I think everyone thinks it now, to be honest. Um, I think they're done. Um, side you said there about the defending, defending for the, the set pieces, they just get them. It, it was easy. Um, obviously, my mate Ramsdale for the first, <laughs> that was hilarious, that. But on the flip side, how quick they got back into the game. I'm sorry. Not how quick they got back into the game. How quick they scored the two goals. And I thought, like you said there, Ali, I thought, these are probably going to win this now. Yeah. And 98th minute, was it? Partey is on the edge of the box. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? If I'm Michael Arteta, thank God I'm not, <laughs> um, I'd be lacing him. What the hell was that? All he needs to do is just put it anywhere else apart from blast it over the bar. Absolutely shocking, shocking discipline there. But, I mean, it was hilarious just to watch the Arsenal fans just absolutely melt on Twitter. Uh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, he's still top of the league. Let's step into my shoes for a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, but, no, it couldn't happen to a nicer club or a nicer manager or a nicer talk, set of players. Talking of their fans, I can't believe how many of them we're leaving the stadium, like, oh, as we say, the top of the league. Like, for fuck's sake. That, I, I thought that was really, really bad. It's just yeah, it's, I thought it's that just, as well. Southern mentality, isn't it? Really, um, like, without doing this whole north and south divide, but hmm. it is, it's, such a, it's such a London mentality, obviously, with the traffic and all that around it. But, like, you very rarely see, I, I fully believe, like, even, like, Midlands and Northern teams have got far better supports. Than, than than like southerners because and they are there till the bitter end. Yeah. There's a lot you get a lot of tourist fans at certain of these bigger clubs as well, don't you? Well, Probably aren't really that arsed. Certainly, like your Arsenal's, your Chelsea, your Spurs. Now with the stadiums and the package deals you can buy, absolutely. I mean, it's at all clubs in fairness without labelling them all, but I feel there's more there, especially London as a city attracts more tourists than. Then a Birmingham, then a Liverpool. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I go with that. But I mean, I'm, any of my mates listen to this, they know full well I love to get off early. So, <laughs> 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 but that's for another reason, totally. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, just to end it, just for for Bobby and Chris who'll be listening, boys, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and I, I was tweeting them through this, and every time I tweeted them, Arsenal would score again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but it, it paid off in the end, um, and I was absolutely delighted. Um, we'll move on to Saturday. Um, was the Fulham game an early kickoff? It was. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. So the early kickoff was Fulham Leeds. Um, Fulham two Leeds one. Uh, I mean, Carl, I'll come to you first since it's. Um, Obviously, direct involves yourself with, with Leeds dropping points, but it's a big, big, big game. Leeds have probably should have been looking at to take something out of. Yeah, um, well, obviously, you know what happened to them ever when we played Fulham last week. <laughs> um, it was it was pretty poor, and without Fulham even a, a trying, they, they absolutely destroyed us. And I thought, to be honest, I thought to myself, Leeds will probably get a result here. Well, fair play to Marco. He done us a solid. Um, Leeds are poor, aren't they? Um, <laughs> Fulham. They, they were there for the taking again, Fulham, I think. Um, Leeds' defending was absolutely shocking. It's a, it, it was very, very similar to how we defended against Fulham. Not very well. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I enjoy, I, did I, you enjoy I, um, Pereira smashing the ball home from about one yard? Like, oh, it's not I've, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of time for that fella to be honest, um, but I don't know. It, when when I looked at the the table before obviously our game and before the Leeds game, I said to myself, I think Leeds is the one we need to be chasing, looking on chasing down. I'm sure we'll come on to that, but I think it would not surprise me if Leeds sacked their manager. You know, <laughs> it really would not surprise me. I think they won't. I don't think they will. But it would not surprise me because they're gosh. They really. I, I think they're in massive trouble. Really, really big trouble. I mean, you look at the the remaining games. The next two, they've got uh, Leicester at home and Bournemouth away. I think they've got to be winning both of them because after that, they've got Man City, Newcastle, West Ham, and then to be fair, Tottenham last game of the season. But they. <sighs> I mean, Fulham, I didn't think were particularly good, to be honest. And Leeds, as as they always are, they look all right in certain spells, but you're right, the defending is is shocking. And and that keeper, I know Ross likes it, but it's oh, fucking dreadful. Come, come, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. It he's just he's just shite. I he think really... it's that fault for both those goals. Someone put on Twitter, and it mustn't be just me. I think it was like a. And an after from promotion site, Melia has just saved the shot. And I was thinking, <laughs> you know what? It's not just me who thinks he's absolutely terrible, because he is. Sorry, Ross, but you'll never convince me. Before the, the game on Saturday, I think the previous eleven shots on target had all gone in. <laughs> I think that was the that, that was what the um yeah. Twitter was the the tweet was aimed at. But still, he's shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I don't know who their second choice is, but I think you've got to take him out because his confidence must just be absolutely uh, wrecked. Say that's Joe you're wrong. I was going to say, uh, you know, so put it, put him in all for <laughs> it. You know when they say there's someone always worse off than yourself. That's what Melia says when he looks at Joe Robles in training. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it could always be worse. I mean, I bet it. Can... nice fellas. We said that when we had Danny Ward as our backup. And look where he is now. Yeah, and um, I'd love I'd love Martinez to go through a really, 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 really bad spell, and you say the same with your back goalkeeper. Oh, I'll get on to him soon, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's, 
is there much? Do you know what? We'll bring Carl. I'm just going to keep you on and bring the Everton game into this, and also the Leicester game. Obviously, the on the Saturday, these were the teams that were directly involved with the the relegation one there. Um, obviously, Palestron nil nil with Everton and Leicester getting a, a two one win. Massive three points for Leicester, um, but obviously yourselves still down there with Leeds. Um, I mean, talk through the through the game, which is it's, I think it's a good point. It's Palace; they're on good form, Gal. But um, three points are starting to need now. You, you kind of need a win just to get a little cushion. Yeah, it's if you would if you would have said to me before the game, would you take a draw? I would have said yeah. But it's just a manner where we're, now I'm not going to go off on one because this is what I normally do. <laughs> but I am anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just the, the manner of how we perform. It's just, or for argument's sake, shite. It's just, it's we ne- we can play till Christmas and not score. We 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 can't we we cannot score. Um, Mason Holgate just never needs to play for us ever again. Brain dead, absolutely brain dead. And Jordan, are you actually had him on toast all game? I mean, do I have to repeat that sentence? <laughs> if if Jordan Ayew's doing that to you in a game, just give it up. I mean, it's just, he's, sh- he's shite. Holgate's shite. It's fair enough. Cavaloon, better to have him in the team because we we do have a focal point and not a five-foot nothing. Neil Morpé, you can't. It's a barn door. Um, he should have scored. Cavaloon, to be fair. Um, lovely first touch and shit himself when he was in the bo- in the box like everyone else seems to do. It, I think it's just getting to a point where I think Dice has got it wrong the past three games. Um, our fullbacks are just diabolical as well. You'll never convince me Michalenko's a Premier League football player. <laughs> never, ever in a million years. Nathan Patton sat on the bench for the past three games and about three different people have been right back before him. So that shows how good he is. Um, it's just... I thought he was quite highly rated, Patterson. Uh, he, he was, and he, he just seems to have been fell off a cliff. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think it's, it's getting it's getting des- like beyond desperate. And I know I've had me little rants on the WhatsApp group about our delightful chairman, if you can call him one of them. Um, honestly, makes Doug, Doug Ellis look like a saint. I swear, to God. <laughs> it's, de- it's death by a thousand cuts with that clown. I swear to God, just fuck off, just go away. So on the night before, on the night before a game, you're sending letters basically blaming the fans that were in the relegation zone. I mean, what what do you want from us? You files me. Um, but going going back to the game, Palace. Absolutely hammered us first half, and Pickford again kept us in it again. Every every, every week it's picked. It, Fulham should have been about seven one, and Pickford kept us in it. Man United should have been about six. It's <clears throat> honestly if we didn't, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. But if we didn't have Jordan Pickford, we'd be bottom. I have nothing, no doubt about that. None, and it's 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 getting really desperate. I tell you what. Like my mate said, I don't know. I don't want to be the next one to play Newcastle. Oh, hang on. <laughs> it is us. 
Um, it's it's gonna it's gonna get brutal. And if Anthony Gordon scores, I might be at the bottom of the elf. <laughs> I think you're gonna be safe on that one, to be honest. Um, Don't say that. <laughs> I mean, I hope you're not. But um, shut up. Be nice. You've got, you've got to. Um, yeah, I'll bring both you boys in. Um, the relegation battle and as a whole with the results that you've seen. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming we're all pretty much thinking Southampton are done. Um, yeah. Are we seeing, I mean, I, I never included really include, obviously we played Forest. Are we, are, do we think Forest done or do you think it's still two of maybe four or five? I, th- I think it's two of um, Forest does Leeds and Leicester to be honest. I wouldn't count Bournemouth safe just yet because they've got a they've got a bad run in them. If you know what I mean, like some some of their wins have been like unexpected wins. Like I know it's not really it's like a bit like Hull a few years ago, yeah. a lot of years ago now. Like mm. they're um they're not particularly good, but every now and again they just sort of pull it together. Um, then their next two games are Southampton and Leeds. Well, we could do with them winning both of them to be honest. <laughs> well, it's, 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 the thing is, like, you look at Bournemouth yesterday, which will come on to their game against West Ham shortly, but like, they were absolutely dreadful, right, by all accounts. Southampton against Arsenal were decent. Like, obviously, I know that the the headline will be they didn't win from being three one up with two minutes to go, but they played pretty well um, to get to that <laughs> position. No, um, if they can just, you know, pull something similar together against, you know, in theory, a lesser opponent. That puts them on 27 points. It takes them off the bottom of the table. See when Forest don't win, and all of a sudden they're back in it. Um, now, obviously, it's not as simple as that because teams at the bottom of the league don't tend to win two or three games on the spin for a reason. But um, there's no reason why they couldn't beat Bournemouth this midweek. I wouldn't say that was that much of a shock result to pull that off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, elsewhere, though, I mean, I think Forest. I think Forest are gone more or less. Um, I know, obviously, mathematically, it's nowhere near that, but their their running's awful, and <clears throat> doesn't seem like results are going to come anytime soon. I think it's four losses in a row for them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's pretty dire for this time of year, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's not what you want, and their running's fairly awful. Um, I think it's Brighton at home this week, which I suppose if there's a time to play Brighton, probably after playing 120 minutes in the FA Cup and losing might be a good time, but... Um, oh, just, oh, it could be the complete upset. <laughs> well, who knows? I, you know. I suppose how they feel about playing Newcastle after getting a hiding. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with Forest has always has been is that they've got so many players, and I don't think like man for man they're the worst team in the league by a long shot. But um, they just haven't really found a set eleven or anything for any great period of time, um, and. Oh, they're going to get relegated and Steve Cooper's going to get sacked at some point so you know oh, well, doing <laughs> yeah I, I I think Southampton Forest I, I, I can't see them staying up and then yeah probably one of Leeds Leicester and Everton I I think Leeds will probably go just because I mean Everton have got some tough games I think their last two games are against Wolves and Bournemouth. Yeah. I think if you can get to those two games and be, say, within two or three points of safety, then I don't think they're too 
bad games to end the season on. Um, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> I I don't think the obviously like you you do need wins definitely but I don't think a point away from home when you're in the relegation battle is is a terrible result no, I, on I, a weekend like no not at all but it's just I think it's just a manner of performance it's like yeah. getting worse every week I, I think just now though performance is nothing like if you can oh god I know that terrible and take six points from the last six games like right now you'd bite your hand off but I I, I say that when we I don't know when we did it, maybe about eight weeks ago when we did the relegation. I still think 30, 31 points and you're safe. Uh, 31, 32 points. Like, I think 30 will be the, almost be the threshold. You know, it used to be 40. I, I don't think it'll be much higher than 30 still. I, I do. It, there's still six games to play. I think, I think we need 34, 35, mate. I mean, I mean, Leeds for Leicester tomorrow night. I mean, one of those teams is going to get the 30. Tomorrow, if not, I mean, obviously both can't, but one of them's going to be 30 tomorrow, which would leave four teams who can't get to 30. So, I mean, I think it'll be more than 30. By... I think it's 84, 35. Yeah, yeah. I think that would, that would do it. And I, I think with, with Everton, I still just think with, with the manager that you've got, I, I, I do see still see you like just scraping odd draws here and there in games that you might not necessarily expect to get a draw in. Got to beat City, aren't we? I mean, let's not go crazy. Well, you took, you took a point at the Etihad. I mean, yeah, we did. Oh, it would be the most like Everton thing, like lose the other five but beat City four 0 or something. It's happened before. And then that way you would get the points you wanted. So even be... Tom, even Tom Davies scored, didn't he? So. Who? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, Dave. Unfortunately, we not unfortunately we it's back to must win at Goodison now, and we have to go. On t- I don't know why I'm putting myself through it on Thursday, but <laughs> we need to beat you. It's as simple as that. I mean, we have a diabolical record at Goodison Park through the years. Oh, it's, it's, so, so did Fulham, so did, uh, <laughs> so did Wolves. Take your pick. Remember, Salah's on a form and Gakpo's on a form. That's what I mean. I, I don't want to call it, do I? But, I mean, if that fella from Just Stop Oil wants to cable tie himself again, that'd be great. <laughs> That was one bad game of football. <laughs> but um, no, we need, and obviously we'll move on to Leicester. I, when Wolves went 1 0 up, I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and obviously they crushed my dreams. But um, <laughs> I, th- I think Leicester will get out of it quite convincingly, to be honest. And Portland do as well. This is, I mean, Leicester two rules one. But change of manager, bounce might, right, perfect time, Dave, perfect result for them here. Yeah, um, I mean, without Madison, I was looking at the team thinking, it's a bit brave playing three strikers, isn't it, without anyone to give them the ball? <laughs> um, they, were, they did well to, to come back. I mean, the penalty they got, but like, it's the total accident. If you look at it, like, Saar isn't trying to slide in. I mean, he's actually trying to trying to sort of stay on his feet and he just totally gets it wrong. Um, but it's a penalty all day long, unfortunately, for, for Wolves. Um, the, we said last week, you know, that, that team's squad's far too good to be anywhere near the relegation zone um, and they obviously took a punt on Dean Smith but the games they've got um, they've obviously just beaten Wolves Leeds away Everton at home they could win those two and be more or less home and hose to be honest with you I think uh, I, I just don't think that they'll go down now um, obviously they've got to get the points on the board but they've got two perfect games in terms of 
the double whammies if they win those. Not only do they get the points, it puts both Leeds and, and Everton in the in the drop zone more or less. So um, I think they'll be fine now. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I agree. I'm gutted, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too, mate. Me too. <laughs> I can almost handle it with as long as he's not the one to keep them up, um, and it makes him look even worse now. Um, I will be favourite <laughs> fan. Um, last game, which brings in probably the other <coughs> candidate, uh, Liverpool three, three, not on Forest two. Um, I want to say Forest were unlucky in this game, but I don't think they really were because they were terrible as well. We were just bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was going to say comfortable, but I mean the highlight of the game really was just Jota's second goal. Um, yeah, lovely goal. Though. Yeah, but apart from that, this was like watching like League Two football. It was there was no structure, there was no there was no defending. <laughs> It was abysmal. I think people look at this and go and look at match of the day and be like, oh, well, Forrest give a good account of themselves here. But reality is, like, Liverpool had something like 81% of the ball. Yeah. And took twice as many shots. I mean... So bad at defending. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was just one of one of those strange games where it seemed like every, every attack Forrest had looked like it was finishing a goal, whereas Liverpool were a little bit wasteful. But... Uh, to touch on Forest before, like they're they're not they're not great at doing stuff, um, and it seems like um, Shelby's fallen out with the manager now as well, which took a lot less time than even I imagined. <laughs> I forgot he even existed to be honest. Uh, I to be honest, he's been very quiet since he went there, other than giving away a penalty against yourselves. Um, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's, that seems he's like forever ago. Ah uh, well, I mean, it's probably forever going. He started making that challenge. Like he's just a very, very slow man. Yeah. He um, is. <laughs> I mean, you know more than anyone, I suppose. No, oh, yeah, I've seen John Joe Shelby reinvent himself hundreds of times. Oh, I'm a changed man. I'm going to work harder now. Like, aye, but you still have a screw loose, unfortunately, John Joe. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I've, I've not really got much more to add on this. Um, I put it in the chat. Salah's stats in his sixth year that he's been at the club. Five years, six years early. Six season this one. Um, ridiculous numbers. Um, I thought he was terrible this season. Turns out he's still got 20-odd goals. Well, this is the thing, though, isn't it? Like, he, in his, throughout his Liverpool career, has probably 10 clear-cut chances at every match. And yeah. he scores <laughs> some of them. Like... <laughs> I don't know how how those numbers compare to everyone else in the world who's ever you know hit, hit some records, but he's, he's he should be better than he is, which is a stupid thing to say about someone who's really fucking good. But like he misses so many chances. <laughs> yeah. Remember the year the year he finished? I think it was his second season when he got like 50, 52 goals in all competitions, something like that. Does that sound about mm-hmm. right? That the and. Again, that was the season that I really noticed how many chances he missed. He was missing like five one-on-ones. <laughs> like before he... <coughs> you're like, well, I feel like every year since he's been with you, he's gone through a spell where like, oh, Mo Salah hasn't scored for six weeks. Why is that? I know. And it's like, oh, I don't know. It makes no sense. And then all of a sudden he just starts scoring again. It's like, oh, well, that was forgotten about pretty quickly, wasn't it? Um, 
but then he scores like three hat tricks in a month, and it's like, ah, right, well, as you were. So <laughs> it's it's all very like anti Cole at Man U in the nineties, mm. isn't it? Like gets a lot of goals, but really should have double or treble the amount yeah. of the amount of chances yeah. he has. So I mean, like, do we just not know because like back then we didn't see like ninety minutes every week? Um, like, I'd love to know like if anyone's ever got like the chance conversion percentages <laughs> for these strikers who who've been really top scorers and things like that because. I don't, I don't recall anyone being as, as uh, profligate in front of goals as he is, whilst also scoring so many goals. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such, it's such a strange thing. Um, but you know, he scores still though, doesn't he? Exactly. I mean, that's it. People don't, as long as they're winning, he's scoring. Who yeah. cares? Like, that's yeah. the main thing for them. Yeah. I think he's up to fifth, uh, maybe sixth highest goal scorer in the local history, which is. That's crazy. The, the players he's overtook, um, just yeah, just phenomenal. Um, still massively underrated by a lot of other fans, let alone other ones. Uh, <laughs> just one last thing on this game, which I, I mean, I, I didn't really pay attention to it too much because obviously we were really attacking. But did how, how did you think about the the Trent playing that almost midfield role? I'm so sick of full-backs playing midfield. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. I get why they do it, but it's really annoying. <laughs> like, just play full-back. What's wrong with just playing full-back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's it's fine for him to do that when you're playing against, against Forrest, someone like Leeds yeah. or Forest, but yeah. you, you saw against Arsenal in that first sort of 35, 40 minutes that it, it just did not work at all. Um I can, I can kind of understand some of the thinking behind it because his, pa- his range of passing is is brilliant and the less defending you can get him doing, the better for the team, you'd think. But oh, and, and he's still an upgrade in midfield on a Henderson, Milner, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott. So, <laughs> <Keep on going. laughs> I kind of think, I, can, I think that's all we have left. Like, Thiago's Thiago. like, he's a corpse. He, he's barely available. So, Fabinho <laughs> seems to pick up a little bit of form, but... Um, yeah, it's not it's not ideal, but we'll see. I'm sure we'll sign 20 midfielders <coughs> in the summer. Um, all yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you won't as well. Like <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely um, won't. It sounds good. Uh, Ali, what's what's a good finish for Liverpool now? Like fifth? Is that um, the best you can do? The the best we can do, yeah. Fifth. Um, I would rather finish sixth, seventh, eighth. I don't want Europe at all. Um, I would rather just. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in the Europa League. Put it that way. Um, and I, and I think it, it's near impossible um, to, to well, get we, top. We, well, we know from yesterday's results, seventh will be enough now for the European places. Um, oh, enough, yeah. So yeah. So I would like to lose every game between now and the end of the season and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just looking. At your, Europa, I'm looking at your fixtures. I think you'll win most of them, to be honest. Which means we'll probably lose them all in that case. Uh, no, it's, it's got vibes. It's got it's got the same vibe as that season when you were absolutely dreadful for like three quarters of the season, and then I'm from like Mar- Mar- from March onwards, just turned into like Brazil for some reason. Yeah, when Alisson scored against against West Brom and he's battled Man United like three days later. Had we got, let's say, three more points on the table, say we'd be sitting in, in Spurs' points, I, I might have had a bit of belief that we could have picked United, the top four, or even yourselves if you had a bad bit of form. But 
three three games is just too much to turn over and <laughs> see it's it's interesting because like Man United have to play obviously Tottenham uh, and Villa and Brighton I think as well. Yeah. Um. So it's not uh, it's not the easiest running. I'm not saying yours is a walk in the park. Because when you play away from home and bad things happen a lot of the time. But... What, Dave? Um, I'd be lying if I told you. Um, but I, I mean, as you, like, I, it sounds very snobbish, but I want fourth or I want out of Europe. I, I really would. Yeah, I, I get I get the argument completely. I think. Obviously, it's not as easy as that from a financial point of view. Like, but next year might struggle as well because I have no idea who's even going to play for us. <laughs> if we don't recruit, if I was a Salah and Allison, I'd ask him to leave. Nah, they won't <laughs> be leaving. But like, if, if we, I would be looking at it because they're not getting any younger, um, and they want to be competing for top trophies. Um, mm, but, yeah, but I mean, they've both already won the Champions League, haven't they? So it's not like they need to go and tick off their list like for, for the sake of one year of, of Europe League or whatever then I mean I'm sure they'll put up with it yeah, we'll, I mean we'll see um, it's you know it, it makes it fun this time of the year the fact that there's teams competing um, I mean we'll come on to them well I mean we'll just come on to them first of the games on the Sunday but I do believe um, the team currently sitting up may go on a, like a proper free fall uh, <coughs> And well, us obviously Villa, which will come on to, and then Brighton, um, all chasing them down. Oh, Simon, I never missed out the whole Villa game. Do not have <laughs> um, on that subject, and we'll go on to that now. Brentford one, Villa one, Simon. Um, just as I'm talking about runs of form. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nine games unbeaten now, so that's not too bad, I suppose. Um, <laughs> to be fair. We, it wasn't our best game, really. Um, first half was nothing really much happened. Both teams sort of had half chances, really. But then at half time, when I saw that uh, Martinez had gone off and Robin Olsen come on, I'll be honest, my my heart sank. And the fact we've come away with the point with having Olsen having to play 45 minutes is basically a win because I mean, I don't know if you saw the. Um, the header that he spilled that the uh, Brentford fella somehow then managed to put wide. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know how he spilled it in the first place. And B, why he thought the best thing to try and retrieve the ball would just be to crawl on all fours towards the ball. <laughs> I, honestly, it was unbelievable. Like, he's, he's just so bad. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, it didn't really cost us too much in the end. <clears throat> but, yeah, no, we, we, we didn't really play well at all. Um and it was, I think, maybe about 20 minutes ago or so, he, he made a few changes. He took Moreno off for Dina. And like, Moreno had, hadn't had his best game. Because um, he he, we couldn't get him behind them at all. Um, and that's like Moreno's strength. That left back is basically like a winger, really, the way he can take full-backs on. But we just weren't able to get past that Brentford defence. Dina came on, he's a bit more of a sort of stand-and-deliver full-back rather than trying to get him behind. And to be fair, he started causing them problems then with his delivery and the goal eventually came from his born into the box. <clears throat> Brentford made a bit of a hash of trying to clear it, but it's good composure from Brendier, to be fair, to, to just take his time and then pit Louise out with the finish. And then we nearly won it at the end, uh, which would have been completely unjustifiable. Uh, Cross came in and Watkins... I can understand why he went for the header considering the, the uh, run of form he's been in, but if he leaves it, Brendia's three, six yards out, 
probably would have would have stolen it. So yeah, I mean, I, I can't really complain. Before the game, I kind of said to my mates, I'd be more than happy with the point here. Brentford, I think, have only lost at home to Arsenal and Newcastle this season, so it is a tough place to go. And let's say just keeps that unbeaten run going. We play Fulham tomorrow night. If we win that, we go into fifth, the point ahead of Tottenham. Um, I mean, Liverpool have got obviously the game in hand and us and Brighton have got three. So it's it's kind of still a sort of false position in the way because Brighton are only two points behind us with three games in hand. But the way we're going at the <laughs> three moment... Three games! I know, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I think if, if we can win tomorrow, that will put us, I think, nine points <coughs> clear of Fulham in ninth. So win tomorrow, unless it's a catastrophic failure in the last five games should probably see us finishing in the top eight, which I'd be absolutely delighted with when, when you think where we were just a few months ago. So, yeah, it's still, it's still all going well for us at the moment. Can't really complain. But I, I think the big thing we, we're going to have to address in the summer is some of that, that squad depth. I think you've mentioned it before, Ali. Yeah. You, there's, we've probably got a, like, a group of maybe 13 or 14 like players that can all come and come through into that first team. But then beyond that, I mean... The, the drop in quality for Martinez to Olsen is is just ridiculous. So that's that's one area definitely needs to get uh, sorted out. But I mean, yeah, just just keep going onwards and upwards. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's strange strange times at the moment because we, we haven't been at any any position like this for about 15 years in the Premier League. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, the goalkeeper sub goalkeeper one's always a hard one to replace. You almost kind of need to look for a an aging goalkeeper um, who's willing to just sit on the sit on the bench type, um, but I think yesterday's result, no, it's Monday. Saturday's result, sorry, game for you. I, I do feel it's the attacking sense that you almost need to strengthen the most because when things aren't working, there's like you're looking. At, I'm looking at that bench there. Mm. No changes that you can. You're literally bringing on players just to almost slightly change the style rather than any sort of system change or yeah you know I mean you're relying on Ollie Watkins to, to run twenty five mile every game. <laughs> um Buendia I, I love him. Um he's far too good for use. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Ramsey's still young, he still makes some some silly mistakes, which is fine, he's twenty one. Yeah. Uh, John McGinn, good bit of form, but again, he's been a bit patchy for yourselves. So it's just just knowing when you can... Right now, you're having to run almost these 11 players into the ground, um, which is where more injuries are coming. So I think if you can stay in fifth or sixth, it would be like a massive achievement. Oh, gotcha. I think eighth is probably likely, purely on the squad, not because of the quality. I've said it for weeks, Simon, the biggest worry I had for yourselves was was squad depth and... and mm. Is there any word on Martinez? Sorry. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was an injury, it was an illness. Uh, I, I think he, he had the shits basically. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I, I think I think we'll finish seventh because I think we'll finish above Tottenham. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll come on to that, but yeah, I, that, that's that's very valid. Um, I'll come on to you, Dave and Carl. Any anything to add on on this this game? Um, good, good open goal miss from uh, yeah Shard Shader whatever he's called top finish Les um, <laughs> other than that it was 
kind of your typical Brentford performance where they, they've had to win goal for them recently where they've played quite well but couldn't get over the line. They haven't won in five or six now, I think it is. It's uh, And yet they're still 10th comfortably. So, yeah. read that I what you will. Like they switch play quite a lot. They use it very effectively. Yeah, hmm. and we struggled with that, to be fair. We did Sure, it was very effective against. Not that it says much about our defence this year, but I'm sure huh. it was effective against us at the start of the season this year. They were very good at just forty yards, which is what we used to be very good at, like with the with the fullback. Um, but yeah, they, they, they've had a great season, really. I know they've tailed off recently, but I, I mean, you know, we said it before. I think a few weeks ago, I think we all at the start of the season thought that they'd be well in that relegation mix, especially with Ericsson having left in the summer. So uh, the fact that they're comfortably tenth, I think, is testament to just how good a, uh, a start they had to the season. Yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, we mentioned it last week though. Like another goal for Ivan Tony again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just absolutely bonkers, isn't it? It makes no sense. I mean, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's one of one of life's mysteries. Um, <laughs> right, let's let's come on to Sunday. Um, a team we've mentioned a few times. Um, who are an absolute shambolic of a club, but the the biggest story I'll get like let's not forget about them a minute. Uh, Dave, we we mentioned last week on the show, obviously result wasn't the greatest against Villa last week, and we did say coming up against Spurs in such a game, which is almost a six pointer for the top four, um, how Newcastle would react, and by God did they react in twenty one minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's uh, it comes to something when you're three and up inside nine minutes against uh, I suppose it's a top four rival. Um I mean the we'll do the good bits first, which is us. Um when we when we play like this, it, this is how Villa played last week against us, but um we withstood it to a degree. Um you know, and in fact we didn't get battered in the first ten minutes. Um when you play at that intensity and you play against a team like like Tottenham, who are just not at it at all at the minute for whatever reason, um, this is the outcome. I mean, you know, some of the goals, like Murphy's goal, for example, the third goal, is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> someone of his average abilities shouldn't be doing that in a, in a game <laughs> in a game of this magnitude. But um, here we are. Um, otherwise, some of the goals were really good goals. I mean. Willock playing balls outside of his right foot, Cher dropping one over the top for Joe Linton. Um, there's obviously a lot being said about the Saudi money and whatever else, which, you know, is true. Um, we've signed some good players who have made us a lot better, but if you look at the improvement in someone like Joe Linton under Eddie Howe, there's no way 18 months ago he's taken that ball down over the top, rounding the goalkeeper and slotting it in. <laughs> He's just a totally new man, a new player. It's uh, there's, there's a lot of good coaching going on there as well. Um, are we are we sure that that's not a twin brother that we didn't know I'm existed? Not, honestly, sir, I'm not certain at all because <laughs> because he does, he's done some things since Eddie Howe took over that he never ever looked likely to do under Steve Bruce. No, obviously, you know Steve Bruce is a is a great limiter. That is <laughs> one of his great skills is limiting players' abilities. But um, even he couldn't have kept all this under wraps. It's, he's been really well coached. Um, we were just saying before talk, we, before we came on tonight as well how, how good Kieran Trippier is. Um, and I mean, we were saying I, I didn't really notice him when he was, when he was at Tottenham, but um, I think it was his performances for England in the 
2018 World Cup where first time I really noticed him being a, a good player um, but he looks even better than that since his spell at Atletico and uh, he he makes us you know he, he is the captain I mean and Lola Sells is the club captain but Trippi has been the, the on-field captain all season and it's it, you know he's a, he's a good leader he's a top player as well so we're in a great position um, Tottenham go in the opposite direction um, we'll come on to their manager in a moment but um, that touch wood should give us a buffer now to get the top four um, some of the games we've got left I expect us to win um, I think we probably need maybe three or four more wins to, to totally seal it um, given that you know a lot of Man United Tottenham Villa play each other um, and obviously take points of each other over the coming weeks we're not far away now um, and it's come a lot quicker than I thought it would to be honest I, I thought we might have even Man City had two or three seasons where they're like finishing fifth and sixth and things and just trying to play that top four but um, we've timed our run pretty well because Liverpool have had a great season Chelsea had an abysmal season so their loss is potentially our gain so um, no complaints for me uh, and nice to come back after last week's shambles at Villa I mean, on on you got like game aside. I mean, you talk about coming coming quicker than you expected. I, I I was quite quick to call Newcastle doing this top four this year, purely on the basis of the recruitment. And this is this is the different about the city. City were trying to buy mm. top four, buy the league right away with like your Rubinos and overspending. Bar Anthony Gordon, which might work out. Newcastle haven't really, they, they've bought players specific for roles, which we've said all along, even the Chris Wood one, um, when you signed him, what, last January, was it? Yeah. Um, it, it made sense. Did you overspend? Absolutely. Were you always going to have to overspend? It didn't matter who you were buying. The the, the, the fee for Newcastle was going to be double. Um, and I, I just think the signings, and I mean, I'm first to criticise Eddie Howe on this thing about these transfers, but they've got it absolutely nailed on, and and that's the big difference. The but like even the Trippier one, like they, they they signed them for a role. It's just been masterful. Yeah, and the recruitment's been been immensely impressive because players like Dan Byrne, I mean, I didn't particularly rate him, but he's. Uh, He's come here and he's, he's done a really good job in, in two positions really. Firstly, as a centre half in this season as a left back, which again didn't really have him down as a marauding left back. And to be fair, he probably isn't, but um, he stuck to his task every week. And you know, most of the time it's, it's been all right. Um, obviously, Bruno is the big one. He's, as we've said all season, you know, he's too good for us right now. But if we can finish in the top four, then all of a sudden he could be here forever. <laughs> he's. Uh, there's no reason why he can't stay and, and do really well with us, uh, given the you know the financial backing we're, we're going to have. Um, but again, I always get a bit resentful when people say, oh, you know, it's only the, the money that's been spent. We've had, um, I think we had four transfer windows without signing a player permanently, like during the Mike Ashley era. That's, that's how bad it was. So all of a sudden, it's not really a surprise that when we had the chance to spend some money, Spent some money, and it's all—it's just money that other teams have been spending steadily over a longer period of time. Like the squad was in dire need of of refreshing. Um, I mean, look at like Jacob Murphy's been out on loan three times. Um, he was signed—he was signed five years ago, six years ago, I think. Um, and he's a better player. He's been coached into being a better player. Like it's as simple as that. You know, him, Sean Longstaff um, was was written off after you know after initially 
been linked with big moves when he first broke into the team. He was dreadful under Steve Bruce. Um, Fabian Shea, again, you know, free transfer under Benitez. Um, was, a mean, was a means to an end. Couldn't play in a back four because he was too slow. And now here he is playing in a back four and being pretty impressive to him yesterday somehow. Um, we touched on Joe Linden, but there's many others, you know, who, who stepped up. Um, and obviously, yes, you know, signing new players has helped, but it's no different than any other club's done. Um, we've just had to accelerate our purchase and the to get us into a decent position because... Um, You'll never win the, the money argument with other fans. There's no point. No, no. No, we've, we've heard it all, but um, we've bought well. Now, there'll come a time where, you know, we won't buy well and there'll be players. I mean, Gordon's obviously the, the one who people are looking at. Cost a huge sum of money. Hasn't done an awful lot, lot yet. He hasn't had that many opportunities <coughs> yet. For well, that's so early, um, but... We'll see. You know, the the jury's out on him, but it will be until he settles down in the team. And I think next season, when one way or another, we'll be playing twice a week, whether it's Champions League or Europa League. Um, we're going to need a squad. Uh, and yesterday was the first time in a long time where I could see us making five or six subs and thinking, you know, what, actually, every single player who comes on is probably worth a spot. Um, yeah. There's no. There was very few like. Paul Dummett, who wasn't even on the bench, who, you know, he's been loitering around <laughs> for so long now. Um, is he still there? He's still there, yes, somehow. He hasn't, he hasn't played much or at all. So I don't know, <laughs> but, um, you know, Javi Manquillo came on, who's, you know, not right. great, but, um, you know, loyal to a fault, seemingly. <laughs> um, and Matt Ritchie, who is Eddie Howe's father, is still on the bench. So, um <laughs> Eventually, those players will be moved on, um, and they've, they've been good servants. But you know, they're a reminder of sort of the club we were. Um, a bit like Shelby was, to be honest. Like you know, it was always like he's a good player, but um, and that's why he plays for us because he has some massive deficiency. That um, you know, if he's on his game, he's a good, he's a good player. But if he's if he's off his game for whatever reason, it's it's like playing with ten. Um, and we've had a lot of them over the last 10 years. Um, so hopefully those days are long gone. That's basically um, Everton's team now, you know. <laughs> the, the thing is, Carl, it is. Like, I see so many similarities in that Everton team to the, both Newcastle teams that have been relegated in, in recent history. Um, and you know you probably don't want to hear that, but it's kind of apparent that like, you've got a lot of players there who, who aren't have good been enough. good. Yeah. Um, and they've had their moments and they still can have moments where they're good but they have more moments where they're not yeah uh, collectively the shit exactly yeah exactly and <laughs> unfortunately a lot of yours seem to play in the defence so <laughs> doesn't really help <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, yeah I mean we've got Sean Dice as well but anyway um, hey 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 um, let's, let's cheer everybody up yes let's please talk about our audience <laughs> Can I, can I can I face dibs, please? <laughs> oh, right, let's yeah, Carl, on you go because you you probably deserve cheering up the most. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Hugo Lloris getting subbed off for half time. <laughs> oh, did did he hear his interview I afterwards? I felt sorry for him though. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, that was delightful. Lot. When they were like, "Why do you get subbed off, Hugo?" He's like. Oh yeah, it is uh, my uh, hip. Hip. Yeah. hip. I don't hip, know hip. what to say. I'm hip, gonna... hip is bad. Hip is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I know I know Callum Wilson scored, and it, it, he, Fraser Forster didn't even move for it. <laughs> he 
he is a crane and a half him as well. He? he made uh, he made three or four good saves that didn't he make did the highlights, such as he, such he as like play the, next game. I bet he plays next. Game. Oh, I think this. I think he absolutely will. I mean, I mean, the Spurs fans in the stadium were um, cheered. Lloris being subbed off when it was announced. Wow. Um, he got the point in the first half where every time Lloris actually managed to catch the ball, he got like you know ironically cheered. Um, I, and I don't think fourth. he was he was as bad as he normally is. I mean, he was bad. Don't get me wrong. But He's I the think, biggest fraud in football. Oh God, I know. I think that Porro is mind-blowing. Nah, good, is he? Um, the Zim diet. I, I still don't read him. Just any one of the that back four or five, whatever they played, they're all crap. I used to like Romero. I used to think he was good. I don't know good. what happened to him. Oh, he's, just, he's, he's just a very angry man, isn't he? Like, oh, I didn't see him, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Um, well, you, you say Romero was good. I, I, I don't remember him actually playing well. Like, the only things I remember from him is just going around trying to kick the shit out of everyone. Like, I think he's a really good game for his boss to be not. I think he's yeah. a bit like a bit like well, like all Argentinian defenders. Like he's very aggressive and very like on the front foot. So like if he presses you and he wins the ball back, you think, hey, this lad knows what he's doing. He can carry the carry the ball out after that. But the problem is this season he's done it time and time again where he comes steaming in and just takes the man out and gets this and it just it just totally totally marginalises him versus the game. So what, um, what was slightly mind blowing? I mean, I picked up on it because obviously who he is. Richarlson coming on on 83 minutes. Oh, I couldn't down. believe that. I was just like, what is he doing? The guy, the guy behind me has made a great point where he's like, this guy starts for Brazil. He's Brazil start <laughs> number nine and he can't get in the Tottenham team is getting beat 6-1. <laughs> I mean, this game set a match really, isn't it? Mm. Um, no, mm. they're, they're, they're in they're in dire, 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 dire streets. Uh, well, what I thought was also like <laughs> quite strange and harsh was so last week, Davidson Sanchez gets subbed on and then gets <laughs> subbed booed. off. And, and then off. this week, at 5-0 down, they bring him on. Like, fucking give the I ball mean, to that's the when you bring When you're bringing him on to shore things up at 5-0 down, <laughs> like, what is the point? <laughs> like, no wonder he got sacked this morning. Like, I mean... Whole, that, that, that first 20 minutes is one of the worst... 20 minutes I've seen from a football team at, at any level like, and I'm talking mm-hmm. Sunday League and I played against some fucking shit teams at Sunday League <laughs> that was horrific that first it's, 20 minutes it, it was just mind blowing how you were just literally just walking around just strolling around like huh, not really no. the only one who looked like he was slightly active was that skiff he, he wasn't bad he, he, he was moves at the very least <laughs> <laughs> It's more than the rest of the top. Yeah, field, exactly. That, that, that is not son. That is not son. I'm sorry. I don't know what to, uh, he's, he's he doesn't look interested at all. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely it's bizarre. Oh, that's funny, but um, obviously Mason's in now. Will, will that help? Will that help? Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I see. I see in a start. Um, Chelsea have Chelsea and Tottenham between them have had six managers and. In this year and won one game between them or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, is it this year? No. I, uh, is, it, is it? I saw that it was in the last month. Well, wow. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because Chelsea game. had like Potter, Bruno, whatever you call him, and Lampard. Lampard. Spurs yeah, Lampard. 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 Lampard.
Hanley Potch has taken over Chelsea. At the end of the season, is that? Or is that I, I thought it just says he's in advance. Advanced talks, according to Matt Wolf. Season. Good old Frank will see out the season. So, yeah, I'm split on Pochettino. I mean, he's obviously did great work at Tottenham. Um, did he not? Well, I think yeah. he took Tottenham, Tottenham as close to success as they ever have been in our lifetime. He, he didn't really, he didn't win anything. No, he didn't, but it's like saying Kevin, like, like like Kevin Keegan like, didn't, didn't do a good job at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. He, but is on, on Poch and going to Chelsea, isn't that the wrong club for him? Yeah. Like, yes. Like yeah. we said about Potter, isn't he just like a, a fancier Potter? He needs just, to build a squad and build a system. Why would, why would anyone take that Chelsea job now? I mean, I, I've heard when Potter first took it, I, I was one of the first ones to say, no, we have to take it to Chelsea. Uh, yeah, well, whatever months on, you've got to look at it going, what's the point? Well, the, only, the only people who could take that Chelsea job are the likes of Potch. Ancelotti <laughs> and Mourinho and people who... Who know they're going to go anyway. Well, people who are used to managing at the very top level, managing big egos and stuff. Um, and obviously they've both been there before, but that's not really the point. But like, they don't care about them. Like the well, they're going to be talented. Well, that's it. They just know how, they know how to win, which is you know what the players fundamentally need. But <laughs> um, bringing in your, your Potters and Pochettinos, whatever else, and then having a manager who goes, uh, sorry, a chairman who's like, well, here's 160 million to buy <laughs> to buy these random players. Like it just, it just doesn't work. Like you need. Uh, if you're going to spend massive amounts of money, you basically have to go for like the Galacticos approach, which is like just have a manager who can put can four four two on the field and say go yeah. and win. Um, Why has Dan never been looked at at these jobs? Is he turning them down? Or am I just not getting it? Because isn't he waiting for the France job? Who? Well, that's what Dan. Dan. Like, yes, yeah, apparently he is. Yeah. Surely he is like almost custom built for Chelsea, like the way. I'm a, I'm amazed he hasn't ended up at PSG already, to be honest, because like. <laughs> But do. it's one of those where, like, like, is he actually any good, or did he just manage Real Madrid when they had really good players? <laughs> like, like, he's, like he's Luis Enrique, though, not I think you've got to be good to do what he did. Mm. Yeah. Well, was Luis Enrique any good? He had a very good Barca team. He hasn't done fuck all since. Uh, I think in the era of Tiki Taka, he was very good. But that, once that era sort of died off, he was left found one, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and where Tottenham go from here? I mean, Nagelsmann apparently. Why the hell would he want to take that job? Oh, I don't think he'll go anywhere near that. I I um, don't personally. I just want them to go full circle and go for like Harry Redknapp or something. Controversial <laughs> opinion: Pep leaves at the end of the season after winning the treble, and Nagelsmann goes to City. I don't see that. No. Well, there's another rumour going round that uh, Arteta's taken over Real Madrid. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, that's good, that's good a one. big rumour, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the rumour is... Mine's is more realistic. The rumour is that Ancelotti's going to go be Brazil manager, isn't he? Yeah, I knew that's that. Yeah. That's, the, that's the crack at some point. Presumably at the end of the season, I don't know. but um, I mean, that would be a time for Brazil. Um, <laughs> Quality Carlo, mate. Yeah, no, he is. Um, I mean, he, he, he did the dirty on you, like, to go back to Real Madrid, but still. Really? Fucking hell. Madrid, Liverpool. <laughs> 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 ah, but, 
He didn't need to go there, did he? Like, I just won Champions League again, didn't he? I wish he'd swap now, won he? I wish we'd have had another Champions League. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's get the last game out of the way in the Premier League. Uh, Bournemouth 0, West Ham 4. I, I mean, this is the three points that secures West Ham safety, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. And Bournemouth, you reckon, still in the mix, Dave? Uh, I do. I, I mean, they're not very good, but I say every now and again they really pull it together. But um, I, I, every game they go into, I don't expect them to win. Like, it's very few games where I go, I bought them with the favourites for that one. Um, West Ham, uh, I think, are a great example of using cup competitions, in this case, the Europa League, to your, uh, sorry, the Conference League, to your advantage because it's built some confidence. Um, I watched them the other night against Ghent and they were, they were dire for like half an hour. And then they pulled it together and they were absolutely rampant by the end. Like they could see the confidence return to those players and I thought, well, they're going to go to Bournemouth on Sunday and if they, if they get an early goal, they'll, they'll win. And obviously that's what happened. But mm-hmm. um, they're safe now. Um, I'm pretty happy because I think they'll probably stick with Moyes now. Uh, and that means <laughs> in this kind of a ceiling on what West Ham can achieve. Um if they can win that Conference League, which, to be honest, there's, there's, not, an aw- there's not an awful lot standing between them and, and, and winning it, um, I think that's a really good season for them, because they're going to finish around where they are now, which is 13th. Um, if they win the Conference League, it means in the Europa League next season, which is nice for them. Um, and they've got they've got quite a good squad. It just hasn't really worked out for them well this year, for whatever reason, but... Um, sign one or two more and they should be in a better position to, to go again next year uh, there's of course always a chance there they'll just pedal Moyes anyway and say well you know thanks for thanks for everything you've done but it's time for a change um, I, I don't know but um, this was a good result and Bournemouth would die which is why I don't think they're safe yet because they've, they've got that in them like there's fundamentally not a good team really but I think Bournemouth will be all right. I, I mean, if, if we're saying 35, 36 points will keep you up, they're on 33. The next three games, Southampton away, Leeds home, Chelsea home, and then Palace away, actually. Yeah, like four or five points of those games, that'll be fine. I, th- I think they'll, they'll get points off the next two and then probably lose the next four after that, personally. I'd, well, I'd, I'd fancy them at home against Chelsea the way Chelsea are at the moment yeah no I, I, I get what you're saying but, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, the two yeah. games will probably keep them up and then they'll just go fuck this yeah Southampton <laughs> and Leeds as the next two I, I think they'll, they'll get at least three if not four points in them two games and, and that'll it wouldn't be that surprise game. me if they got six you know and, uh, well yeah, um, yeah I could I see mean, that I'd, I'd take Bournemouth to win both of them games at the minute this, this is how bad it's getting <laughs> Well, that's it for you. I mean, for, for teams like yourselves and, and Leeds for Ross, you're almost looking at other teams to do you favours as well. There's only so much you can do yourselves as well, um, especially with the ability that you have almost. You, you need, you almost want a team always to, to, to run away with games. If you've got a Bournemouth playing them, you want them to win them all. Yeah, if, they, if they're going to be out of it, take every, take you. Mm. Take themselves out of it and put someone else in it. That's, yeah. that's all. I'm, that's all I want you to do, mate. Yeah. I mean, Leeds and is it Leeds and Leicester tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. I think Leicester are going to be all right, so I th- I want Leicester to win. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you want to. Exactly. If you're out of it, fuck off. Hurry up. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't, don't toy with me emotions. Uh, I, I mean, personally, for the for the podcast entertainment, I really would like to see Everton leads like struggling right up until the last game of the season. I just I think I'll add drama to it. <laughs> Your your head and heart might not be able to take it as much, Carl. But I mean, I'm no, I, ratings for the show. You know, like I'm, I don't, I don't know if I could handle because our last game is that good. The soon against Bournemouth, if we need to win. Oh, oh come on! Oh, out of that last game. We can um, we can do the podcast as I'm walking out if we stay. Away. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't get much of a signal for about half an hour though, so you can just talk until I. <laughs> Two, two other games at the weekend, lads, was the FA Cup semi-final. You know I don't like talking about cup games, but since it's the semi-final, we'll make a special occasion. Uh, Man United going through yesterday on penalties against Brighton after a 0-0 game, and Man City with the token 3-0 win. Um, Mare's hat-trick, did see it? was a hat-trick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not, did not see that coming, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't again, they expected Sheffield United to beat them really. They did better than a lot of Premier League teams do against Man City. <laughs> And that they had yeah, like they did. They couple, them a bit, didn't they? They had a couple of chances at nil nil as well. They had that one from the corner quite early on. Um but it, it always kind of felt inevitable that City would score eventually. It was just, it's just See, it's the such, first one goes in. Ah, you know, such you know, a soft a soft penalty to give away, like just before half time. Bit of a killer yeah. blow. Why was Haaland playing in this game? Because it's Pep, like he's just an arsehole. He just, <laughs> he's just a divvy, isn't he? You sit around being like, oh. You're about to, you're trying to win the league, but let's play them in a game against a championship. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, did the United game, did you all watch that? I thought, I thought Brighton were excellent. Yeah, they were so unlucky not to have gone through. I knew Solly March was missing them. <laughs> it, just, it was just like every single Brighton game against the top four or five team in the last two years where they play so well. Mm. And they can't quite get that last pass off. Um, yeah, yeah. That that um, a chance in extra time when he takes a heavy touch. Mm. Oh, Welbeck's oh. headed as well. Was it Welbeck at the back post? Yeah, and uh, oh, Undav no. had had a, a great chance. He just couldn't control the ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, same old thing. If just had a strike, and they'd be all right. I'll yeah. tell you what, some great penalties in that shootout. It was it was high quality, like. Da- thought, David, um, David De Gea does not save pens. Just hit, just hit it on target. No, like, Someone should least, have told March that. Uh, <laughs> at, at least Sanchez got his hand on a couple of them. But uh, Sabatsis was it? Oh yeah. He was. He, he was. He looked up to the skies and said, "Thanks for that." Yeah. <laughs> um, but did did you hear Gary Lineker's line on Sully March's pen? I think he needs sacking. Oh, he's knocked that into April. <laughs> Jesus. Absolute bell end. <laughs> ah, not his finest work, that leg, is it? No. <laughs> he should stick to politics, really. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Everyone else backs him. Um, <laughs> but no, United. Jammy bastards. But, hey, we all agree it's a probably comfortable city win, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say so. Well, it's think, like the middle of June or something. Eh? Yeah, it's a while. It's a while yeah. away, like. But ridiculous. I suppose Man United won the uh, the league game, didn't they? Oh, the yeah. most recent, the most recent league game, anyway. It'd be interesting if City have already wrapped up the league and the Champions League by then to see how serious they take it. Oh, they'll I mean, want the I'm, treble. 
Yeah, because I want that travel. Well, the players, <laughs> every player will be on holiday. The like, Champions League's the week later, isn't it? Oh, is it? Is the Champions League that late? Yeah. Um, it's like the 10th, isn't it? Yes. I think, yeah, the 10th. I think it is, yeah. So, so City could possibly, you know, put Haaland in goal or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is Pep. It is Pep. The thing is, though, the Champions League final for Man City, assuming they beat Real Madrid, which is no give me a course, but it's Inter or AC Milan, and Come on, neither, neither team are particularly good. Um, <laughs> whoever, whoever wins the semi-final, yes, they've won it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, it'd be highly amusing if City. Is don't Real? Win it. it was Real, but this be the twelfth. No, if they win, it'd be the fourteenth, won't it? Fourteenth. Bloody yeah. hell. I feel they've won at 12 just in the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They've built for the Champions League, aren't they? They're just... They're just winners. Yeah. Simple as yeah. that. Just, they're absolutely atrocious in the league this year. Yeah, Barcelona have run away with it, haven't they, really? Yeah, to be fair, they've, they've conceded nine goals this season. Who? Barca have only conceded nine goals this season. It's off. It's not bad. Only two at home, I believe. That's mad. I saw a thing earlier where um, Barcelona were really keen to bring Aubameyang back to the club. I was like, that. <laughs> am, I, am I awake? <laughs> mad I'm thing sorry, this will be 15 if they win it, sorry. 15, um, yeah, that's mad, eh? Um, right, that's the end of the football. I did put on Twitter asking for some questions. Um, our, our good friend King of the Rooks, Dave, um, asked, could Arsenal use the steady hand experience of a manager like Steve Bruce, who knows the league? To get them over the line. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I think. Remember when Steve Bruce got sacked by us and Arteta did an interview where he said that Steve Bruce was one of the most important managers of the Premier League history or something? <laughs> I, think as a, I think as a punishment, um, that he <laughs> made, to, made to work with Steve Bruce. Yes. That could be his second in command. Um, and then Martin did ask for an actual genuine question. Um, so he wants each of you to pick your favourite, not the best, current Premier League player, but the player cannot be from your team. Dave? Oh, Craigie. Um, uh, Mo Salah. Yes, I. Uh, De Bruyne. Hey, Carl. Odegaard. Buendia uh, for me. Um, just absolutely little guy. And then, <laughs> an non-football question, favourite film or box set to watch? Carol? Uh, box set Sopranos. Uh, sorry? Uh, well, my favourite film is The Last of the Mohicans. And Dave? My favourite film at the minute is The Internship with Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson. It's an what absolute... Feel good classic. If you haven't what seen a great it, film, that is. watch it. It'll make you feel better than you currently do. Even if you're happy, it'll make you feel even happier. Well, I've never seen it, so that's all. That's worth a shot. Yeah, get that oh, one on the list. <laughs> it's a good. See, it's, a, it's a very good film, actually. It's just. It's just enjoyable. It is. I agree. I've got a film that isn't my pick, obviously. For this. So my my pick will always be Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Um, good shout. Just outstanding. Um, yeah, we've watched it, you know. Oh, oh brilliant. But, but Is it, yeah? Brilliant. As a feel-good film, um, along these lines, have you seen the film Chef? No. No. Nope. I can't remember the guy's name, big fat guy. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm not out of town. 
I can't remember. Is it John Favreau? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, he was in Friends for a bit, was he? Yeah. yeah. I have, anyway, yeah. I, mean, I know who it is. Yeah. Chef yeah. Gets, quits his job and gets a food. Honestly, it's just such a feel-good film. It's so good. Friday Night Lights is always my recommendation. If you've not seen it, just watch it. It's just outstanding. I'll give that a go. Uh, and that's the yeah, that's the last of the questions. But that was fun. Um, Right, boys, that brings us to the end. Carol, let everybody know where they can find you and what you're working on just now. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's uh, Attic Museum. We're up to letter U. I've got about 20 different ideas. Everything's useless. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon? Uh, yes, on Twitter, it's at SiRegan and for Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast and the website 7500stoholts.com. And Mr. Black for yourself. Uh, so my Twitter is at cm9798 and the website is cm9798.co.uk And you can find us at Man and a Post on all your social media platforms. Uh, Chris and the gang will be back on Saturday, Friday, Saturdays with uh, Extra Time. We obviously will be back with next Monday with your review um, of next weekend's games uh, I assume Chris will cover the midweek ones we didn't really do a preview guys but we kind of talked about them as we went along um, but yeah please just get in touch with us anything you like to hear, anything we do that you like don't like, please let us know uh, if anything we can change, we probably won't because we're too lazy but <laughs> I'm taking your advice in but anyway gentlemen, thank you as always for joining me nice one Cheers, Ali. thank you very much thank you at home for listening And always remember, keep your man in the post.